I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's Coming Up Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Marine World. No longer educational. <laughs> it's also brought to you by Krusty Burger. Uh, come and get the donut burger with cheese in a party-sized bucket of flan. Or flan. Or flan. <laughs> I'm half and half Mexican and uh, and uh, white, so I'm representing both. Um, now you know that about me. We are also brought to you by <laughs> alcohol and night swimming. It's a winning combination. And also Old Navy. Of course. Yeah, so those are all our sponsors for this week. I'm so happy that they came through. I know. <laughs> it, really it takes a lot to... Oh, oh, sorry. Th- this just came in. We just got a report. Uh, oh, we got a new it? sponsor. Uh, we're also sponsored by Snakes, Nature's Quitters. <laughs> 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 That's probably the joke that made me laugh the hardest oh my in this God, whole episode. I, there are a lot of really great jokes in this episode. There are, which is uh, shocking to me because I think I might have gone on record as saying this is my least favorite episode of the entire Simpsons. Granted, I stopped watching firmly after I saw this episode. Uh, this is the turning point. And then I think I tried again and then, then it was Maud. Maud dying. Oh. Uh, so these, for some reason, I remember my dad watching this episode and being like, well, the Simpsons aren't funny anymore. We're done watching this. And that's why. And then that's, and then it just stopped but being do you rem- But was there a follow-up question of, but why, dad? <laughs> no, why? basically my, my dad's opinion was, was as good as uh, the word of God because I didn't, you know, have that to really worry about so it was just because he like, didn't go to church yeah was, was what i was saying <laughs> now uh, we're talking about that <laughs> yeah so um my dad was just like oh it's not funny i'm just like you're right father <laughs> anything you say you also grew up in a charles dickens novel so <laughs> he loves charles dickens like did your father really <laughs> yeah that was his favorite i so remember does my mom i remember my dad because he liked charles dickens and my mom liked shakespeare like which is like a pretty like oh you like well, coca-cola two and kinds like of people in this world <laughs> i I remember my mom and dad got in a fight over it and my my dad was just like Shakespeare's too flowery. <laughs> wow. Uh, you also so grew up in a New Yorker cartoon <laughs> apparently. This is fantastic. Uh, so th- when um, our guest today chose this episode I was kind of worried just like oh god I don't want to be the person that talks about how much I hate something like right. that's, I mean I do uh, all the time but like <laughs> you know not on it's a podcast. It's just being alive. Yeah. Um, but turns out this episode's pretty good. <laughs> yeah there are a lot of great moments in it and it was really fun to rewatch. Yeah. Um, but of course, today we are talking uh, about Treehouse of Horror. Um, oh, what are Roman numerals? It is the 11th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Rocky in- 1, Rocky 2. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, all right. Rocky uh, B. <laughs> uh, we're Treehouse of Horror uh, XI, or the 11th installment, <laughs> if you're keeping track. This is the first episode of the 12th season. It is the 249th episode overall. Oh, good to know. Which is significant. According to Wikipedia. (laughs) Um, It aired on November 1st, 2000. It was directed by Matthew Nastuk, written by John Lezebnik, Mike Scully, John Frank, Don Payne, Carolyn O'Mine, who wrote the Dolphins segment. Carolyn. Carolyn. And the showrunner (laughs) was Mike Scully. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, we like like Mike. Good job, Mike. Yeah. And of course, we are joined today by lovely guest, uh, very hilarious, uh, Great performer, great writer, great guy. <laughs> Am I leaving anything else out? Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a cool skateboarder. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He knows how to surf, mm-hmm. right? I feel like you know how to do all the sports. Uh, eh, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whitmer Thomas, Thank give you. it up. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Um. Yeah, I hadn't seen this episode in a really long time. I had seen it one time, I think, when it came out, and I was always just, I just liked it. I thought the dolphin part was really scary, and then I uh, watched it again just now, and uh, it's got a, my, it's my humor, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> and and can you elaborate on that? Well, there's the a moment in it that's like the funniest moment for me, uh, where the dolphins go. Uh, all right, time for me to discuss our secret plan in like their dolphin sea language. And they go, and then we'll kill all the humans or something like that. And then it cuts to a wide, and you just see a crab who's listening with his eyes really wide, and he goes, <laughs> and then he runs off. <laughs> and that's like my favorite kind yeah. of thing is just someone going, yikes. Or like right, anytime right. there's a moment in a movie or a TV show where someone's like, uh, saying something and then about somebody, and the, the person they're talking about is behind them. Right, and they're right. Going, hey, hey <laughs> behind you! Stop it! Get it out! Oh, like that's my, that's my yeah. ideal. I also feel like 
especially in these Treehouse of Horror episodes, like they just cram as many of those jokes as possible. Not just those jokes, but like any kind of jokes. Yeah. Like it's just like every detail is just like boom, 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 boom. So any opportunity that they have to like put in a great sign joke or like a great visual joke like that. They're just going to go for it. Yeah. So they're nice, savory morsels. That that whole, like, someone being behind you reminds me of one of my favorite vines. Oops. Oops. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we caught you being a millennial. <laughs> I know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's actually a stuffed emoji on your desk right now that Julian uh, left for us. Yeah. So. <laughs> so who's um, the millennial so now? I think Julian is. Uh, mine is yeah, Julian is. You hear that, Julian? Uh, but that reminds me of uh, Danny Zucker, like, a few years ago. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Or Zucker, I don't know, but it's pretty famous. Maybe you've seen it, but it's <laughs> it's him. <laughs> it's him, uh, like shit talking a giraffe, and then he's just like, "Oh, it's behind me, isn't it?" And then you see the giraffe, like right behind That's him, like funny. come on up, uh, check out that vine, guys. <laughs> people, people shit talking uh, either uh, creatures that can't talk back or. Uh, national monuments or other inanimate objects are very humorous to me. Uh, I remember uh, a while ago there was like a video of Kyle Kinane and Ron Babcock shit talking the Grand Canyon. That was pretty yeah, funny that. for me. That's beautiful. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I feel like that's my instinct now. Whenever I see something very beautiful in nature, I'm just like, oh, yeah, get so over it. It's way funnier to hate things mm-hmm. than it is to like things. Absolutely, that's a direct comedy quote. 101. <laughs> yeah, without hate, there is no comedy. <laughs> <laughs> of oh. course we're joking. We believe in the opposite of this. Okay. Yeah. We uh, have a great opening of this episode with the Munsters. Yeah. Yes, we That's do. fun. Um, yeah, I always love the the Treehouse episodes. Those are the ones that I do check in on. I've seen, I think, almost every Treehouse, um, even when I haven't caught up with, you know, like the regular yeah, episodes. Yeah, because you, you can. Well, not like every episode of The Simpsons. There's not like this overarching narrative for each season. There's no no like real theme or anything to follow. It's not like Breaking Bad, but <laughs> I feel like um, you know you could always since this is so off format, you could always just check in with the tree houses and mm-hmm. be pretty pretty safe. And uh, <laughs> the Stonecutters uh, will do like a treehouse thing um, every Halloween. So I always whoa go to that whoa one. what mm-hmm. have you heard? You're of this? plugging my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of your thing. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, yeah, yeah, we we like to have fun. What is the Stonecutters? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Um, Stonecutters, it's uh, Stonecutters LA, a Simpsons trivia show that I do once a month with a bunch of other funny folk. Oh. Um, and it's at Meltdown Comics, and it's like a pub style trivia show just for the Simpsons. And so we do and no um, alcohol, no alcohol. <laughs> well, you can bring in your own thing if you want. Um, but it's like the first Saturday this of every is month. Brought to you by Flask. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um, first Saturday of every month from four to six, and it's free. And we get special guests like Josh Weinstein and Mike Scully, and um, you know, uh, Matt Groening's been to one. Uh, other people. Oh, um, cool. And then uh, so we'll do. We'll try to do themes. Uh, sometimes we'll do Treehouse of Horror one uh, once a year. We do a Futurama one that seems to be pretty popular. Mm-hmm. People like it. So yeah, come I out. like Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Excellent contribution. <laughs> I've never seen. I I've loved The Simpsons. I've only seen like really. Oh, oh my no! Gosh, my, cat. <laughs> <laughs> my cat just. Jumped. I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> uh, so Mooney, uh, Julia's cat, just jumped on wet like a parrot. Like uh, he, like crawled, dug his claws into his shoulder. Uh, that's okay. Are you okay with? <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, You're a tough boy. You'll be okay. I'm strong. You're strong and tough. I got good skin. <laughs> <laughs> that was anything I've I am. Seen. I do. I'm very still, like a statue. Yeah, you didn't. And I have out. a very statuesque figure, I'd but, say. Yeah, so you probably sure. didn't even know I was real. Oh yeah. Well, you know. I'm so sorry. I have to paint a picture for people listening. That was the craziest thing. Uh, yeah, Wit's just sitting here minding his p's and q's, and my cat <laughs> leapt up like he was scaling Everest and yeah. just jumped on top of your shoulder and then climbed over yeah. just just to do it not even to hang out with you no, he's, he's got claws <laughs> he's got claws i'm so sorry if no, you're hurt okay. no not I, at all i think that i don't know what he was doing he's just <laughs> i think being he a wasn't nice sure little, little guy yeah like i said probably didn't know i was real <laughs> uh did your horoscope say that you were going to be clawed by a cat today no what did it say yesterday oh i think i forgot to read it do you read your horoscope? No, it's not a horoscope, though. I was thinking about a fortune cookie. <laughs> I ate the whole thing, and I, yeah, I didn't read it. I ate it, and I was like, I got to eat the cookie first, and then I'll read it, and I never read it. Oh, wow. I used to be, when I was a teenage girl, 
I used to be into horoscope stuff um, only because I had nothing else, baby. (laughs) Um, And uh, it wasn't until I was like uh, well into early adulthood that I realized that all of the messages were just vague enough. Yeah. (laughs) Well, one time right before I moved to L.A., I drove here from Alabama and uh, I ate at a Chinese restaurant the night before and I got a a fortune that said uh, you're about to go on a long journey through a desert. Whoa! You will be rewarded, or something like that. And then you came to Hollywood, baby. I drove here through the desert, and ten years later, (laughs) 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 and nothing else has happened for you. (laughs) No other TV opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, No uh, uh, new faces. New faces. Showcases. Ah, the dream. The new faces. (laughs) New faces is a festival uh, where if you have a TV credit, you get to go. Uh, (laughs) It's very cool. Anything else? It's very cool. It's exciting. And everybody gets a deal after, right? Like, yeah, in 1994, everybody gets a deal. Everyone gets a sitcom. We're speaking very inside baseball for stand-up right now. There's a cool festival called. Montreal just for laughs and there's a part of it called New Faces and it's excited to get invited. Yeah. <laughs> Please have me back. <laughs> uh, we know you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. You've also been to Australia doing stand up. Yeah, I was in there. I was there for 3 weeks. Australia's pretty cool. Not the most trusting people, but very cool. They're like Americans, but they don't like they don't like to be they're not as vulnerable. They don't wear their heart on their sleeve. They don't necessarily This is just a me Anytime a normal audience would come who wasn't like comedy fans, this is what I was gathering from them. Yeah. They don't like to any attention brought to the racial climate in Australia. Because apparently in Australia, like every political figure is kind of like Donald Trump. Oh boy. And anybody who was wow. cool, like young, cool, hip people were totally cool, regular people. But I'm talking about the older people there. It's like performing to uh I don't know where because what's so cool about America is that no matter what, if you're like, if you're to go on stage and talk about my mom died or whatever, people were like, ha ha, moms die. Yeah, we get it. And <laughs> they'll like yeah, be on like, board. But yeah. there, they're like, <gasps> moms die. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's really weird. But so you can't talk about anything real. And I'm sure you have to constantly couch it with like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, all don't, the time. I'm, and I process they always this. would think, I tell a story about my mom dying and they thought I was making it up. And so people came up to me afterwards and like, why would you make something like that up? Oh, no. I was like, dude, I'm not fucking making oh, that weird. up. Oh, weird. But apparently, like, it, sometimes comedians make things up more regularly <laughs> That's over crazy. there. So, oh, oh, oh. I thought yeah. you meant in general. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. So <laughs> not, the, not the America I live in. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting, though, that it seems like they have enough insight into how comedy works to understand that comedians do make things up. Well, they... Because jokes are lies. Well, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But they don't have that added layer of self-awareness that... Well, it, it was only the older story. crowds who would come mm. to see the sh- I was part of a show called American Headliners, and they would see, American, let's go. And they would sit there with their arms crossed and kind of be like, make me laugh, child. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's like L.A. in a lot of ways. <laughs> it is, but there was... they And the things that would make them laugh were interesting. It was never anything too real. It was always like... A joke I do about Blink-182 or a excellent joke. impression of the <laughs> singer from Disturbed or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like any cool, the cooler crowds who were there to see comedy because they loved it, they were always great. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. It's interesting how, I mean, you can tell the climate of, of that culture immediately, like the first five minutes of being on stage. Yeah. And I talked to other comics who were from Australia and they were like, yeah, man, they don't. Right, they right, don't yeah. want to hear that. Because Interesting. It's fucked there, I guess. The political climate is weird with all the refugees and yeah, they must be really repressed too. Yeah, everybody is everybody is very forward thinking and and smart and cool, but I guess the politicians there aren't. So they couldn't yeah. even enjoy the uh, Australia episode of The Simpsons. I know why they f- freaked out about it. They got letters like yeah. saying, "Like you made uh, you know racial stereotypes about our place." Yeah, they don't yeah. like that. Yeah, they don't yeah, like it. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we talked about this episode in the past, but um, Josh Weinstein, who worked on the episode, uh, was telling us that they picked Australia for that episode because they firmly believed that if anybody had a sense of humor about themselves, it would be Australians, and they were way off. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just interesting. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. But I met a ton of nice skaters at the skate park. <laughs> it was fun because I would meet these skaters and then I'd get them into my show. 
And so, like, four nights in a row, different groups of cool skater dudes and uh, girls would come to the show. Hell yeah. And then afterwards, we'd all go to the festival bar where all the comics would hang out. And I'd get them in there. And four nights in a row, a skater dude that I didn't really know but who was, like, fun to be around would sit there and drink and tell me about how his girlfriend and him just broke up and it, four different guys That's and so, so all the funny. comedians started to go like hey what you doing therapy tonight or what you must have a face for it yeah i feel I like guess i so. share that quality too yeah and i just i mean hey they needed they, they yeah. needed it you were <laughs> <But> a kind <laughs> face you uh were kind to them and bringing them into this festival bar yeah and they they needed to work some shit out yeah they're waiting for someone to beckon them you're like the pied paper piper of broken hearts on mm-hmm. Small wheels. Mm-hmm. You should Small put that on your website. Small wheels, like Bart rides. Hell yeah! Whoa, way to bring it back. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into kind of what happens in this episode. I mean, uh, in a typical fashion, we have uh, three different segments of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the dolphin episode, in particular, is the one that kind of spoke to you. Um, but yeah. there's also ghost did a dad, which is one of my favorite silly jokes. Oh yeah, I just like it because it's funny joke after funny joke. Ghost. Yeah, oh yeah, always. And that snake. Joke Snake is line is so great. Good. I mean, we get so many great lines here and there. Uh, just from the start of this segment, um, I love it when Homer says, "Who cut out Beetle Bailey? I need my Miss Buxley fix." <laughs> and then um, Marge says, "Why don't you read Kathy? She's hilarious." And then he goes, eh, too, <laughs> "Too much, much baggage,", baggage. <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Which I feel like is what we all think when we think of Kathy. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, we get to what drives the plot of this segment, which is a horoscope that. For Marge, that says today your husband will die. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, and Homer first gets the oh yes, you right. will die. Right. Are you sure it says you will die? I wonder what mine says. Your husband will die. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then it's very funny. Homer mocking, just like ooh, you know, like scary evil newspaper. newspaper. Yeah, which and is he gets a paper cut. Yeah, and a lot of blood Ugh, by the way scary. for just a tiny paper cut. But I guess that's that's what they intended. And then just this beautiful series of all the the near death experiences that Homer goes to, uh, getting the like what is that tool that gets pickaxe? pickaxe. Yeah, pickaxe. That's one of my favorite also jokes in animation, is pickaxe in the head. He's like, ooh, scary pickaxe, <laughs> and it's in his skull, and then it cuts to him with a tiny bandaid. I know. <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. And uh, <laughs> Lenny, Lenny walks up to him and says, Homer, if I may compliment you. And he goes, go on. That's one handsome rattlesnake biting you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that's that's something that's great in the, in the horoscope as well. When Homer sees that he's going to die, uh, he's like, it says I'm going to die today. It also says an attractive co-worker is going to compliment me. Ooh, I hope it's Lenny. Yeah, yeah it was which really is funny. beautiful. Anytime Lenny comes. I uh, love Lenny. And, yeah, and yeah. I love that they love Lenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I feel like Lenny goes both ways as far as like the jokes that they provide for him. It's either <laughs> like yeah. he's like this delightful person that can just like deliver a line or he's like really sad don't tell people how i live yeah (laughs) totally and there's actually some fan fiction um or fan theories sorry there's definitely fan fiction of anything that you (laughs) don't want to imagine (laughs) um just check out deviantart people you will find it um or i'll find it for you but marge and lenny apparently there's a theory going around that they were having an affair and like she's in love with him that's why she's like stitching the lenny thing and has like the picture of him and like you know stuff like that but whatever uh yeah oh whatever (laughs) i'm I'm sick of people trying to ship simpsons characters (laughs) then i'll stop okay good. Uh, but but uh this is an episode that i remember really well even and i forgot that it was attached to this I, I keep thinking that this is my least favorite episode but there are so many good things and I really love this first one the ghost dad one I just love the idea of Homer having like a short amount of time to do a good deed yeah and so how he eventually dies he he dodges all of these near-death experiences including the planet Hollywood globe that yeah. almost like squashes him on the freeway um, and of course the rattlesnake the handsome rattlesnake but then what ends up killing him is a piece of broccoli mm. Um, <laughs> and Dr. Hibbert uh, comes in and is just uh, just like, oh, it was, a, it was a piece of broccoli. And Marge is like, but I always thought that, just like, one of the most dangerous things you could eat? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It tries to warn you with its terrible taste. That's so funny. Yeah. I was actually eating broccoli as I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that just like a themed snack or it was a coincidence? I, I had to. Uh, <laughs> no, it was a coincidence. <laughs> a very boring life I lead. Um, so he goes up to heaven and... Um, is excited to be there before Flanders, um, but then uh, gets delivered the news that he, um, you know, doesn't get it that easy. He has to go back down to earth and do one good deed. 
Um, but then, of course, immediately eats the broccoli again and goes back up to heaven <laughs> and says, all right, fine. You have 23 hours now instead of 24 to do a good deed. So, yeah. And then he's, you know, running around town. Oh, what am I? Sorry. Go oh, no, no, go, no, go. Another one of my favorite jokes ever. I guess I'm jumping ahead as far as the episode goes, though. Is it in the uh, ghost dad segment? Yeah. yeah, do it. Is and it's like a Simpsons classic thing is like the baby stroller going through yeah. and getting hit by every car and then it like lands on the other side of the street and blows up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime like a, just a random blow up, just a yeah. random explosion happens in any TV show, I'm game for it. Yeah. One of the best ones is in the opening credits of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Have you seen that? No. It's Such one of the best show. television shows of all time. It was like... A, oh, wait. Yeah, no, I've seen that. Sorry. Yeah. So in the beginning, like he, you know, he's doing all these action things and then like yeah. he holds like a, a, a baby doll and like uh, an explosion happens behind him and he flips and it's yeah. so <laughs> funny every time. It shows so good. Um, but what I was going to say is uh, one of my favorite lines. And I feel like, I don't know why I, because I saw Tim Long was credited on this episode. I just feel like this might be a Tim Long joke. Um, internet, correct me. but um, Or Tim, let us know. Or Tim, let us know. <laughs> you're, you're on the internet as well. Um, uh, Homer says, I'm just trying to get in. I'm not running for Jesus. That yeah. makes me laugh so, so hard. Funny. And that really does feel like a Tim. Tim, was it, was it you? Was it you? Tell us. Um, also, in terms of the child um, coming, the baby stroller joke, um, apparently that is uh, kind of based on this uh, silent film, Battleship Potemkin. Oh, yeah. Oh, Potemkin. Yeah. Thank you. 1925. And then Brian De Palma, The Untouchables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Brian De Palma yeah. fans. Battleship Potemkin was a film that we had to watch in film school. And like that sequence of, um, there are a lot of stairs in that movie. <laughs> um, it's in black and white. Um, and uh, that sequence of the baby going, the stroller going down the stairs was like 10 minutes long. Oh my God. Um, but it was like one of the first instances of using um, film editing for uh, heightening tension. Um, so something I will say that I don't love about um, this episode still is like there's a casualness of like the death of um, I forget her name. Oh, what is yeah? What is Skinner's mom's name? I can't remember. Agnes. Agnes. I get kind of sad just that I you know. know. So basically, it's funny. It's definitely funny. But like he's trying to get her across the street, and then these like Boy Scouts are just like look a good deed, and he like you know tries to right. grab her. Um, and so it's like flying with her and she's like, stop, you, people could see up my dress or whatever mm-hmm. she calls it. And, uh, you know, then drops her and then she's just dead now. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of makes me sad. Well, but well, that speaks to the How fun. good of a person I am? How good of a person you are. Th- I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, <laughs> um, but in Trails of Horror, you know, anything goes so yeah. characters can just die. So that's kind of part of the fun. Too. Oh, yeah. We didn't even actually really get into the um, Munsters parody. Like the, the oh, yeah. how it ends is they all get like beaten to Except death. Lisa. Except for Lisa. Who just Why is that? Because she's not a monster. She's playing. Oh, yeah, yes. I think gotcha. she's like, yeah, that weird human cousin that they have in the monsters. Confusing. Well, her, pr- her name was probably something like Shelly like, or Carol. It was like Carol. Martha or Margaret or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, one of those. Martha. That's like a weird <laughs> yeah. theme in a lot of those kind of TV shows of that era of yeah. like, here's a bunch of weirdos. And then, oh, we kind of touched upon it in... Um, the last episode that we recorded, uh, the Simpsons Fun Time Smile Variety Hour, where it's like a bunch of weirdos and then like one perfect blonde. Like there was yeah. a theme that happened in television where it was a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, and she's holding a book that says uh, copyright law. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, so funny. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Did you guys like the monsters growing up? I like the theme song. Yeah, the theme yeah, song's good. I think I, I like was a very casual viewer of it. But um, I was actually a fan of the guy who plays Herman Munster, whose name eludes me right now. But he was in a really great show in the 50s called Car 52, Where Are You? That I really appreciated. Um, Yeah, I've been watching this documentary about the 60s called The 60s. It's so good. The first You and my mom. (laughs) We should talk sometime. I'm on the 70s. I know the 80s just came out. It's such a good series. But the first episode is about TV. And they're kind of talking about how um, everything was getting kind of like almost um like replicas of things so you had adam's family and then the monsters and then like uh i dream of genie and then um the other one <laughs> what's the one that's just like it 
Bewitched. Uh, I drew Bewitched. Oh, Bewitched. Yeah, yeah, so you were always getting kind of like the A version and then like the C plus version. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Monsters was kind of like the bad version of yeah. it, in my opinion. Like, I always thought it was so boring. Like, I loved the opening and I would always think it was going to be good, but then it was like so, so bad. If I had to choose between Monsters and Adam's Family, I would choose Adam's Family every time. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And also our intern Brandon has informed me that it was Fred Gwynn. Mm. Shout was out to Fred Gwynn heads. Fred Gwynn. Yeah. South Park has a Fred Gwynn. Really? Character. Yeah, who's always like uh, does the pet cemetery thing. He's in pet cemetery where he goes. Oh. And, uh, you don't want to go up that road. That <laughs> road. Lots of bad things have happened up there. <laughs> I remember that. That's so funny. Yeah. I would just listen to you recount Dude. South Park episodes. I could. I've seen. That's the only show I've ever seen every episode of. I believe really? it. Yeah. It's funny because like um, I guess sometimes I am prejudiced and I can kind of assume what people like about The Simpsons. Like I definitely pick figured that you'd like pick something like very bart heavy because you seem like bart to me right that might just be it just no, like charming I like skate i mean bart's got some really funny jokes like i i don't remember what episode it is but it's he's like camping or something and he goes he's with um the bad kids the uh-huh. bullies and he's like uh my tummy hurts and they go what and he goes Stomach. <laughs> like that's uh, yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> Love that. Love that joke. And then I yeah. think they call it uh, like. Uh his like crap factory after or something. Yeah. 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 Well, I love like that line that Bart straddles of being like this too cool kid. Um, but he's got a tenderness that yeah. like just peeks out occasionally. And, and it's so, in this yeah. whenever he's getting, he's getting bullied by what's his name? Nelson. Yeah. And, uh, I always forget that Bart has a bully. Yeah. I always feel like Bart is a bully. And then I remember he's not, well, he kind of weaves in and out. Yeah. Like he, he can, you know, get like Jimbo and like that whole crew on his side occasionally, but like his constant is just sort of hanging out with Millhouse and like being yeah. a Hellraiser in that way. Yeah. I relate to Bart. Yeah. I relate mostly to the dolphins, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We okay. will get there. So, um, uh, so I was just going to say that it ends with him going to hell and we've get, a f- we get like a few different depictions of the devil on the Simpsons tree houses. I really like this one. Um, like, I just think that he's like a kind of a tiki devil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which yeah. I love. That's a good way to describe him. <laughs> um, but I just think it's so funny that <laughs> it's like, be quiet. You'll wake John Wayne. And then he yeah. comes up. I was already up. Yeah. Oh, I love that line. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, yeah. but yeah, the next segment, um, is, what is it called? Where is it? I don't think that it was, g- I mean, it wasn't given a title card. Okay. It was just g- g- ghost dad that had one. And then this one's, oh yes. It's just like scary sc- tales can come true. Ooh, original title. Um, yeah, so this one is just kind of, uh, I don't know, how would you describe it? Well, I've got a guide to help you describe oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. In a fairy tale setting, the Simpsons are peasants living in a pumpkin cottage. After Homer lost his job as a village oaf, he abandons Bart and Lisa in the woods to solve the family's food shortage. When Homer returns to the cottage, Marge has him go out looking for the children after admonishing him for throwing him throwing them out, excuse me, instead of selling them. Meanwhile, with the help of Elise's copy of Grimm's Fairy Tales, she and Bart manage to elude the many dangerous creatures in the forest, including a troll-like Mo and the three bears, <laughs> who viciously maul Goldilocks after Bart and Lisa leave the three bears' cottage, locking her inside. The siblings eventually come seek shelter in a gingerbread house owned by a witch. And uh, that's we're all in, because... that. We, we can pick up from there. Yeah. I mean, um, are there any moments that you remember from this episode that kind of made you laugh or like that were super like, I liked, stuck out? Uh, I mean, truthfully, I really just liked whenever Bart's watching the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was like, my first note. So violent. And then it just goes. Yeah, and he's watching that fire. <laughs> and then Bart. You're gets, missing it. He, does he uh, get stung by something or something happens where he gets a cut and then yeah, there's like l- his skin there's starts a, bubbling up. A rat comes and oh, bites him and then right. he's just like oh I just got over the plague. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love um, so when they get out of the house like one like again like I don't love when Homer is just portrayed as like a big dumb idiot like I think he's so much more than that. Right. Right. Um, so for me it was just kind of like okay we get it he's dumb he's like you know gonna set the whole place on fire he's not caring he's a bad parent mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of humor in this episode and I think Mo is probably my favorite part like yeah. him coming out as the troll and just like oh I came on too strong I'm just <laughs> so <laughs> desperately lonely. No! That bridge has a troll under it! Yeah! Everything in this forest is from a fairy tale, and this book can keep us one step ahead. 
Ah, oh, jeez, I came on too strong again. Oh, I'm so desperately lonely. It's also very violent um, in, in, like, these subtle ways that really stick with you because there's a whole sequence Excuse of me. Homer, um, you know, he's uh, lost his job as a village oaf, and now he's trying to find a new job, and, like, he's trying out all these things, and he sees Rapunzel's castle. Oh, she lets yeah. down her hair. He starts to climb up it because he's so heavy, he accidentally scalps her. Ooh, oh. I hate it. And you yeah. just see her hair at the bottom, Ugh. and it's so gross. It is gross. And it, like, Scalping is particularly gross. I don't like that. Me, I don't like Me neither. Scalp. I closed my <laughs> eyes during that part of Inglorious Bastards, and that was the whole plot of the movie. Or <laughs> The Revenant. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, God. And then when they Bart and Lisa finally stumble upon the witch, and Bart's attitude is like, "Eh, she seems nice." Yeah, she, she <laughs> with, with like yeah. the evil cackle, seems nice. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I I really like the kind of George Glass thing going on with yes. the um, George Cauldron. I think that's just such a funny joke of just like, I do have a boyfriend. It's like, oh, okay, sure. It's like, oh, uh, his name is George. Uh, Children. <laughs> like, uh huh. Okay, lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah. And I love that she's like this. She's indignant and defensive. You <laughs> yeah, know, I like do this have a point. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sad person, you know? Um, and empowering. Then, and then he ends up being real. And then he ends up being real. But of course, uh, they have already pushed her in the oven. And so they have like a cute little um, joke where he appears. He's like, is she ready yet? And he's like, oh, just another 20 minutes. And they all laugh because she's being cooked to death. Yeah. He's like, but the but the concert's at eight. Yeah, that, <laughs> I love that line. But the concert's at like eight. Because it's not like a particularly like jokey joke joke line. But it's just like this nice little like tidbit. But before that, I wanted to say, so the witch puts a spell on homer where he like turns oh, yeah. into a bunch of different creatures and his head is a fish homer is so cute as a fish mm. he's got big bug eyes he gets pushed into the fire <laughs> and he starts to cook and he goes mm, fish oh wait that's me um i like how they do yeah. a fish mm-hmm. yeah i like the fish in the show do the you like blinky the three-eyed fl- fish yeah love i like yeah blinky. i like OG. the eyes and then uh, also the um Mr. Sparkle is a uh, fish bulb. Fish bulb. <laughs> I, I wanted to also touch upon uh, the fact that, so they push the witch into the oven and the witch has like a Chandler Bing moment <laughs> where she goes, let me out. I couldn't be in more pain. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't I'm, know if I'm that was intentional because it's <laughs> it, just it subtle enough. Be. It could have been. I mean, 2000. And her what name is Suzanne. Come on. Which is the name of my mother. I mean, oh, <laughs> do the Simpsons writers know or do they know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that episode to me kind of felt like because, you know, if you're following along in order of our episodes, we just did that Simpsons showcase. Um, the clip show. Yeah. yeah so or it sorry, feels the spinoff. Yeah. The spinoff showcase. It feels so much like the um, the jokingly bad episode where they're all um, or beavers. Like yeah. it kind of felt to me like a intentionally bad uh, intentionally bad segment <laughs> but it's not it just has the same tone as the beaver episode huh. where it kind of felt like its own episode of tv you, you know, know what i mean yeah i i get what you're saying and i think that that could be partly due to the fact that like we're seeing the simpsons kind of off model like we see homer as a fish creature thing <laughs> you just love that fish i love that fish <laughs> let me tell you um and then we see mo as this troll like creature and i don't know yeah maybe maybe that uh links it i think so bit. but anyway <laughs> it's not my favorite but there are still really good moments in that one but now it's time for uh the reason that wit has joined us today to talk about these goddamn dolphins you would like to volunteer to frolic with snorky yeah <laughs> i uh I saw this episode, I think, when it came out. So how old were you when you saw it? Uh, it came out in 2000. I was like thir- 13. This perfect age for this. Yeah. yeah. And, um, oh, maybe I was younger. I was like 11. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I saw it, and I loved I mean, I just like the dolphins, those funny little dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also really creeped me out at the end when they're standing there. I don't know why. I watched it yeah. now, and it doesn't creep me out at all. But well, it's well you're like an adult now. Lines of dolphins marching like yeah. soldiers yeah. on their fins. But Very I jarring. love sea, um, sea World kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Like I like the movie Free Willy a lot. I like this a lot. I like the South Park episode mm-hmm. with, where they send the whale to the moon. What about blackfish? You like blackfish? I've never, ooh, I've never seen blackfish. Are you I don't scared know. too? That'd make you sad. But I've seen um, uh, the cove. Mm. 
And that's sad. That's, I, was really that a documentary? Yeah, oh, yes, it was. Yeah, oh, boy. It's super sad. Animal documentaries, man. Yeah. That, uh, they're rough. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's just on us, guys. Yeah. We did it. Whoops. Well, but then they had the joke in the beginning, which you've already said, about the no longer educational thing. Yeah. So funny. Uh, they have... I don't know. It's just so funny. Like, mm-hmm. the whole dolphin speech. We just made a thing where we're trying to animate two shrimp talking, uh, <laughs> similar to how the dolphins talk to each other in the beginning. You and the power violence guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like that. I don't know. That's yeah. my humor. He's approaching the podium. Surely it cannot speak. Snarky. Talk. Man. <coughs> I'm sorry, let me start over. Eons ago, dolphins lived on the land. <gasps> what did he say? He said dolphins used to live on the land. What? Then your ancestors drove us into the sea, where we've suffered for millions of years. But you seemed so happy in the ocean. All that playful leaping. <laughs> we were trying to get out. It's cold, it's wet. Every morning I wake up Flemmy. Plus all that sewage we keep dumping. <gasps> that was you? It was her, all right. Take the one who wronged you. I, King Snorky, hereby banish all humans to the sea. Mushy <laughs> ah. dolphins. I don't like I, I, I tuned out. Where, where are we going? Anthropomorphic where? stuff? Yeah. That's my humor, too. I, I dig it a lot. When the dolphin goes, like, <coughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I I like that joke. I mean, whether it's coming out of an anthropomorphic uh, dolphin or otherwise, yeah. I think that that's always great. That that sly misdirect. And then the end is, I just love it. The line he says at the end, which is where they they just wanted it more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think that I well, the Simpsons have made fun of like theme parks and things like that you know, for so long, and they do it so great in Itchy and Scratchy Land. Um, but I love, like, just even that subtle comment of no longer educational really mm-hmm. speaks to, like, how, you know, I, I mean, whether or not SeaWorld began with, like, clear moral intentions of educating the public, now it's just like, come see our roller coaster. Like, yeah. come wear sunglasses next to a dolphin. Do it, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, their allegiances have changed. Did you used to actually go to, like, SeaWorld and stuff? No, I've never been to anything like Neither that. Neither have I. Oh, wow, I, really? I yeah, I've never like been. The, um, wow. I just like it when people Now's the time to it. go. Right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the controversy. Yeah. Now's the time. The tickets are low, guys. <laughs> I can't believe it even exists. I know, it's I insane. I know, it's crazy. I mean, and it exists all over the world. I mean, if you see blackfish, you got to see yeah, blackfish. Oof. Um, you'll see that there are many different kinds of parks like that in Costa Rica, all around the world. Do they say that we should go to them? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the documentary. (laughs) Go to these parks. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, um, we're here at Marine World, no longer educational, volunteer to frolic with Snorky, and then everybody in the crowd jumps in. And it's, it's a very jarring image. We see, um, Lisa watches from like the observation deck, um, where you can see like underwater and um, the dolphin is in pain as like people are just like jostling it. Mm. Mm. I know it's really gross. I know. I mean, yeah. And that's kind of a free willy moment, right? Isn't there a moment in free willy where like everybody's like tapping on the yeah. window and Willie's not having it. He, he, he don't like it. Yeah. He needs to be free. And then there's also um, an announcement that I, I particularly enjoyed. Uh, folks were heating up the lobster tank, so hurry on over and <laughs> pet them before you eat them. <laughs> Which speaks to, they actually have um, like restaurants at places like SeaWorld w- which serve seafood. Ugh, and it so seems weird. so weird. Yeah. Like, maybe not have that. Yeah. There's al- I mean, there's uh, there are two moments that reminds me of in The Simpsons. One is when Homer um, pretty much has a lobster as a pet before he eats it. And there's yes. just like this very sweet like day that he spends. Like there's this image of him walking out on a leash and just hanging out with them. And, and then he's crying the entire time he's eating him. Pinchy? <laughs> yeah, Pinchy. Mm-hmm. I love Pinchy. And then, of course, that reminds me of the, um, I think, well, I actually don't remember this. So please tell me which episode this is from where... Um, they're at the place where you like pick the animal that you're going to, um, eat. Yeah. And then, um, (laughs) Mr. Burns is just like, oh, I just want a glass of milk from that cow. And then you hear like the chainsaw go (laughs) off. It's very sad, but it's very funny. funny. (laughs) Um, yeah. 
Uh, and so we see, I mean, there are allusions to Free Willy, but now we see like a clear Free Willy moment. Of course, Lisa is the one that's going to be um, releasing Snorky into the wild. And it's this great moment of the dolphin <laughs> leaping up in the air. And as it leaps, and this great music is playing, as it leaps, its fin just smacks Lisa <laughs> in the face, which I love. I love that they decided to go that route with it no, instead of it teeth. being, you know, like jump and then it can't jump or something. Like right. I felt like that was a right joke to have that. And she's kind of grimacing as like, oh, great. Please be free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's so sad and ironic just that like she's trying to do a good thing and then that leads to kind of everything. Yeah. Shit. And then we have a reference to Jaws with Lenny swimming in um, yeah. in the ocean. And that's when he says alcohol and night swimming. It's a winning combination. What else does he say? Here's another he's joke that he's s- like, uh, yeah. oh, no, sharks. The assassins of the sea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, the and then he goes, oh, wait, they're dolphins. The clowns of the sea. <laughs> hey, what's the, what's the gag? Is that what it was? What's the gag? What's the bit? Oh, I think so. Something yeah, like right, that. Right when they start attacking, he's like, what's the bit? Or like, what's the <laughs> gag? It's so yeah. funny. Poor yeah, Lenny. Funny. Also, a very inside baseball thing for them yeah. to, <laughs> to write in there. Um, but, but yeah, and I also, I love, I mean, I love just the whole like joke of this entire segment of like, you know, we have a certain idea of the kind of personalities that dolphins have and whether or not that that's true to um, how they are as a species or what we've like kind of projected on them. But like there are these fun <laughs> freewheeling kind of creatures that like, no, they want to swim with us. I yeah. doubt that. <laughs> yeah. The there are monkeys. I love the whole montage of the dolphins attacking people because it's like Lenny gets killed. Then the captain gets bit in half or whatever. And then uh, as he's standing out on the dock, like the scene from Jaws, and then uh, it it just heightens and heightens towards like grandpa in a bedroom <laughs> and he's being eaten <laughs> by a dolphin. <laughs> like, yeah. Sitting in his bedroom. I oh, know. Funny. Like, yeah. how did the dolphin get in there? I mean, <laughs> how did it do it? Yeah. Grandpa is great. Grandpa is like a good well to go to for any of these tree houses. I remember yeah. um, in the tree house one with Freddy Krueger. Um, where they mention it's like where groundskeeper Willie is basically Freddy Krueger and he's killing all the kids in their dreams or scaring them or whatever. And um, Lisa says something like, oh, we could die in our dreams if we go to sleep. And Grandpa says something like, welcome to my world. <laughs> you know? um, so I love that he's like a good person to cut to for like those zingers in the middle of this uh, very tension-filled moment. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. These dolphins seem bent on mayhem. We got to warn Grandpa. It's so funny. And um, yeah, let's see. What else is... Oh, I, I really love <laughs> the line. I think that Mayor Quimby says this. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, uh, he says something like, people, please, we are all frightened and horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. I also love Chief Wiggum making the wrong, um, you know, blaming the wrong person when he sees Lenny. He's just like, hmm, bottlenose bruises, blowhole burns, flipper prints. This looks like the work of rowdy teens. Lou, cancel the prom. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I think that's great. And also, um, I meant to say earlier, like when those um, dolphins are all kind of just like being still and like on the rooftops and just uh-huh. like kinda, that's yeah. from the birds. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's what really freaked oh. me I know yeah. that that the calmness. Of yeah, that. having no because there's no music in in that movie, mm-hmm. which is something that is like such a cool choice because it just makes everything a lot more tense. Yeah, and yeah, it it's stressful. Yeah, and earlier at uh, just a moment earlier at that town hall meeting uh, when everybody's frightened and horny, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you like everyone hears like what sounds like the squeaking of a dolphin, but then we turn and we see, I think it's groundskeeper Willie, maybe that he's like cleaning the window mm-hmm. and they're all like, you know, turning to him. And, um, he says something like you want streaks. Cause if you interrupt me, that's what you'll get. <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple. Um, the extension to the Mayor Quimby joke is, uh, is pretty funny too. So he says, you know, we're all frightened and horny, but we can't let some killer dolphins keep us from living and scoring. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that this kind of taps into, I think, I think it was a fish called Selma um, with the, tr- is that the Troy McClure one with mm-hmm. Selma? Yeah. Um, uh, that whole joke of like, and you know, the, the aquarium thing, like <laughs> alluding to him, like having sex sexual with the, yeah. attraction to fish, sea, <laughs> sea creatures. Uh, I love that. That's uh, a well that they go to often. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So like this episode, it, it's really bizarre to watch something that like you kind of almost not vowed. I never vowed I wouldn't watch it again. It was just the memory I have of The Simpsons not 
uh, forgive me, being good anymore. Right. Um, so it's funny that like, you know, so much of that is just an attitude problem. Cause like if you watch yeah. it without like, you know, crossed arms, it's just a funny episode of television trying right. to amuse me. But do you think that because it was a treehouse of horror, it was more palatable? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a different style. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and violence is always very interesting. Like people has people have so many different preferences for like how violent a show is supposed to get or like, you know, right, is right, there right. blood? Like is it that like so do you prefer stuff that's kind of more on the kind of gross side at all in comedy? Uh no, not really. I mean I I think Jackass is the funniest uh those are like the funniest movies of all time to me. Um but uh, they're all they're kind of in their own category and that's definitely gross yeah. stuff. But uh I made a cartoon with uh, some buddies, and they, uh, I tend to like more um, sweet, like, especially in cartoon mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I've cried during The Simpsons before in moments, Down. and I've always, I always like all that stuff. Uh, but I like dumb and sweet and, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, relatively mm-hmm. emotional stuff. But as far as, like, gross stuff, what, what's gross in this? That Well, maybe not gross, but just very violent yeah, violent. Um, yeah, maybe it's funny. I think that it's it's all a matter of like how you treat the violence mm-hmm. and like how the characters are responding to it. Totally. Because, you know, there are definitely shows out there, especially animated shows that like have people spewing their guts. And I mean, we have Itchy and Scratchy in The Simpsons, of course, but like, um, you know, really, really gross images that if you read it on the page, you'd be like, oh, ugh. But yeah. then you see it, and, and well, maybe it's drawn in a really cute way, or the characters are just regarding it differently. And these one dolphins are very cute. Yeah. yeah. One thing I don't, I've never really liked Itchy and Scratchy. Whenever wow. that's on, really? I'm always like, I don't want to watch this. What do you yeah. think it is? I don't like watching people get sliced and stuff like that. So I, that's funny because there's a lot of that in this episode. Yeah, the paper cut thing yeah. really grosses Oof. me out. Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, that just taps into something that like I'm scared of on the reg. Yeah. That and like impaling um, yeah. anything that's like eye related. I don't know. I feel like we all have our things that we mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, get really mm-hmm. like squirmy about, and that, those are mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, needles <laughs> and eye stuff. Thank God I wear glasses, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oof. Protecting. Um, are there any moments that we missed in this episode, or just kind of like? things that you really like took away from it i mean it i think the best joke ever is at the end i mean i already kind of mentioned oh, it where yeah. it's just like they just wanted it more <laughs> after this like triumphant dark knight rises style fight yeah and then it just cuts to all the humans in the sea come on lads let's drive them back to the ocean <laughs> Oh, you gotta hand it to those dolphins. They just wanted it more. I kinda wish I hadn't freed their leader and, you know, doomed mankind. Oh, honey, I wouldn't say doomed. It's gonna be an adjustment, no question. There is a joke in here um, toward the end that made me think of you, Allie. Um, And uh, let me know if if you particularly laughed hard at this one. But um, when uh, Snorky talks and he says, aeons ago, dolphins used to live on the land. And then we cut to Mo going, what? (laughs) (laughs) I did. I love that. It it just was so like, (laughs) what? Like, it was so silly in the middle of this. I love it. Yeah, I really love that. Mo is such a great character. He cracks me up every time. And then we see in the water, this is a really jarring image, that there are all these like floating dead bodies, which is like that alone, that's creepier than a lot of other things. It's Mm. very, yeah, it's very sad. I mean, it it just, it speaks to something very real, Um, you know, national. uh, (laughs) No, I mean, not just that, but like um, uh, natural disasters and like tsunamis and things like that that are very gross. Um, But then it spills out the end and then we cut to King and Kodos. Um, do you guys remember this part? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on my own here. Great. Um, no, but uh, Kang says, "Can you believe it, Kodos? They left us out of the Halloween show, and um, they have like a whole great interaction." I knew we should have sent them a muffin basket. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh. And then he picks up the phone. He's like, "Maybe they're trying to call." Picks up the phone. No, what if they're trying to call right now? Yeah. <laughs> but then the phone rings, and uh, Kang says to Kodos. Uh, do we want to be in uh, doing a commercial for something called Old Navy? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, eh, 
Work is work. I yeah. love that. That's just a perfect way to end the episode. Yeah. Because like, how else would you end it? Because like, I it know. ends horribly within the dolphin thing in terms of like, it's very grim. It's a great. So they button. just needed like yeah. a really cute little like yeah. throwaway. And of course that because I mean we only know King and Kodos through the Halloween specials. Oh yeah. So oh, they're not in it other than that. No. Uh, no, not really. I mean, oh. yeah. No. Because then that would kind of tear the fabric of Springfield. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because there's yeah. something else. Yeah. And I, I think understand. that they were introduced in maybe the second one. It's the it's the To Serve Man parody. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Anytime That's they do so Twilight good. Zone stuff, I get super excited. Know. And they do it so often, so thank God. Um, but yeah, I felt like that was probably something on the docket where they were like, we got to fit them in somewhere. And <laughs> then yeah. somebody had a brilliant idea. Was it you, Tim Long? (laughs) (laughs) Tweet at us. Um, So which, I mean, we kind of already talked about this, but is there a character in particular that you gravitate towards on the show? Um, Yeah, let me think. I mean, my favorite kid, I don't know The Simpsons too well. What's that little kid who's like really... Ralph? Yeah, Ralph. I like Ralph. He's like Mm -hmm. my favorite. Um, Ralph, uh, Milhouse's dad i mm-hmm. think Kirk. Kirk. super funny mm-hmm. i like it when his life crumbles yeah do you it's sleep like in a race car bed <laughs> 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 i really like uh millhouse's dad and ralph yeah and uh and i like as a kid it was always bart doing going on adventures but i still love bart but you know i was really watching it today and i do this now and every time i watch a cartoon at the um brilliance of the way that Bart is like played the laugh everything like that mm-hmm. is just like I'm, I'm so jealous of how good she is at oh my god I know um, doing that voice and how much she probably cares about it and I I really uh, doing voiceover is really interesting and um, hard but then when someone's I, I like in The Simpsons how people have cartoon voices. You know what I mean? I I'm kind of over people talking in their regular voice on <laughs> cartoons. Like, a, mm-hmm. I want a cartoon voice, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Haley Mancini was on, and she does uh, really good, like, little kid voices yeah. from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. She's perfect at it. She's yeah. on Powerpuff Girls now? Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> writing on it, too. That's one of my old friends. Oh. I haven't seen her in years. Wow, really? She was just on the I've podcast. Seen, I haven't seen her in, like, six years. Wow, wow. really? She's That's great. cool. I was wondering what happened to her. She's, she's killing it she's on Powerpuff thriving. Girls. I used to see her all the time. Uh, we took, like, an acting class together when oh, I was yeah. a kid. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah, you should check in. The new Powerpuff Girls is awesome, and no she's way. A, she writes on it and does a voice. Yeah, see, I like that those are like cartoon voices, and that was something. Uh, that's something that we're kind of like thinking about in, in, in the future, as far as making things go, like making sure that the voices are cartoon characters and they're not like someone having a f- conversation, you know, <laughs> uh, which is fine sometimes. But I like for what you want, yeah. Like I like that Bart has a laugh. Yes. That's specific to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I felt like, well, that's the thing that I really enjoy about The Simpsons is that they take, like, their time really forming every character, whether or not it's, like, Disco Stew mm-hmm. or, like, you know, one of Bart's friends at school. Like, I feel like everybody has a story, and it's more than just being two-dimensional. Like, they really take great care in all of their characters, and they really care about them. And then, of course, the voice actors bring so much to it. Mm-hmm. So it's just really nice. Like, everyone on The Simpsons gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they all really care Yeah, about doing it. I really love that, where I feel often now there's a lot of stunt casting in cartoons, which is, like, pretty pointless it's pretty pointless to have a star be the voice of a cartoon everybody would go see uh whatever that movie was that came out the last pixar movie that was good oh inside out everybody would have seen that if amy poehler wasn't the star of it like people still would have gone to watch it bring a lot she did do a great job but it doesn't matter like you know kids don't know kids don't know and i don't care like if amy poehler does that voice over some really talented voiceover artist Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me. And yeah. people are constantly trying to market television cartoons with that it stars um, a famous person. And it's like, dude, no one's going to see this because of uh, Seth Rogen doing the voice. I, I agree with you. I think that on for as, as far as like animated features go, whenever I see a poster where it's just like name, 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 Tina Fey, Seth Rogen, all these people. Yeah. Like, it's probably not a good script. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I just I, it feels um, it feels weird. But there have been and I've 
I feel like it's like half and half. Like there have been psychological studies that have gone on to um, talk about how like, you know, if you're already familiar with a voice. Commercials especially. Commercials. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to say, that it works better for commercials, especially like, you know, car commercials and stuff like that, where it taps into a familiarity that you already have. And so you feel more inclined to like be receptive to it. But as far as like following a story goes, then that point is moot. Yeah, you know, I think it's fine, but. I think uh, that makes sense, but I think what we found um, working on our cartoon was that as far as stunt casting goes, we do work with people who are famous, but they cared a lot and they wanted to like write right. on it or help yeah. flesh out episodes or whatever it was. But at any time they would be like, we want to get Wiz Khalifa g- to come do a voice. It'd be like, <laughs> Nobody cares. no, we, you mean you, yeah. we, he just is going to come in and get a paycheck for, yeah, sure. for working much. for two hours. Because then I think he doesn't if, you're, care. if they don't have a particularly animated voice, then, you know, it's like you're watching it going, wait, which one was he? Like, it doesn't tap yeah. into that. It's a little different. Yeah. Like, I doubt whoever is in the star of uh, Angry Birds movie, whatever celebrity they put in there. Jason Sudeikis. I doubt he gave a fuck about (laughs) Angry Birds. You know what I mean? (laughs) He probably is just going there and getting paid. Mm -hmm. He's actually covered in Angry Bird tattoos, so you're wrong with that one. Like Dolly Parton is underneath the clothes. But that's what I (laughs) love so much about The Simpsons and, and South Park is that they never rely on celebrity guests totally uh, although they have them but they don't <laughs> and they play they themselves. use them really well and yeah. yeah yeah they don't rely on it it's 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 people creating characters who talk in a way that uh you know is really specific to the, yeah. the their vision and it's not just here's this insert celebrity's voice and that's mm-hmm. what's so cool watching the simpsons and um a bunch of cool cartoons. I mean, I think Rick and Morty is similar to Right, that. definitely. I've only yeah. seen like two of those, but yeah. And during the Josh Weinstein and Bill Oakley years when they were running the show, um, I think between uh, seasons like four through eight, um, around there, um, they spoke to us about how they would often go and get like character actors that they loved but like not a lot of people knew and then they would cast them in like you know key roles but it wasn't a stunt casting really I mean it was just like you know these people that they really wanted to incorporate into the show and probably wrote this character based on the influence that they had you know from their body of work and so I think that that was a way to kind of like deal with that in an interesting fashion to like not make it as gimmicky because when a piece of art feels gimmicky in any way, when it's pandering, when it's like, you know, whether or not it's pandering to an audience or pandering to the celebrity themselves, it's hard to be invested in that. And it's hard to trust the creators. Yeah, it's tough because but it's at the same time, it's tough now and I feel like in the 90s it was different where if you made a cartoon it was like of course you're going to reach out to voiceover actors right. but now they're like no you need Jonah Hill to be the star and we can say Jonah Hill is Dog Man <laughs> or whatever it is uh, but no one's going to watch Dog Man they've tried this uh, sometimes it works out with like BoJack or whatever it is it yeah. works out that there's a star as a voice but a lot of times it doesn't there's so many cartoons that get swept under the rug that air that have whoever as the star mm-hmm. and no one cares yeah. And but it makes the studio relax because they're like, okay, everything will be okay because <laughs> Zac Efron is doing well, the voice of the dog. Everyone's risk averse, and yeah. and that really sucks, particularly in cartoons because I mean there are only really like ten working voiceover actors to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's really tough. I used to audition for voiceover all the time, and like, I don't think I ever even came close. Although Same recently here. I did um, audition to do. Huey, Louie, or Dewey in the new oh, yeah. uh, awesome. DuckTales. And I went in like go, ready to go like, oh, no. Do all that <laughs> stuff. Oh. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm like, well, I could do this voice so good. And then they were like, all right, just want to let you know, we're not doing those old cartoon <laughs> oh, ducks no. voices. You're just going to go in there, talk like yourself. This duck is sort of like Bill Murray. And what? I was like. Wow. No. You ruined <laughs> DuckTales. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Cool. So yeah, uh, this has been such a fun discussion about an episode that I have completely turned uh, around on. I yeah. didn't know turned around on. Is that the saying? You turn. <laughs> I came right around round, on it. Ready, <laughs> right round, like a record. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, can we have that as the song that uh, ends this episode, please? Yep. yep. Thank yep. you. Yep. Um, yeah. With thank you so much for talking about this episode with us. Thank you. Um, where can people find your stuff, and what do you want to plug? Uh, you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and I just got a Snapchat. What Ooh. What are the names on those? Whitmer Thomas, just my name. Uh, and go watch. We did a, uh, a cartoon uh, that got a season, and 
Uh, hopefully we'll get to do something more similar to it soon. But called Stone Quackers, and it, uh, it was with me and uh, the rest of the guys in Power Violence, Clay and Bud, and uh, our friend Ben Jones. And um, there's lots of cool comedians like Rory Scovel, Heather Lawless. Oh, they're awesome. Um, John C. Riley is in it a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, we worked on that really hard, and uh, it's cool. I think it's about my hometown growing up. That's great. So, uh, uh, yeah, go watch that. Awesome. Yeah, Stone Crackers. It's on Hulu. Sorry. <laughs> no, thank you. Go to Hulu. Check that out. And if you live in the L.A. area, go check out Power Violence. It's still at the satellite. Is it? It's at the satellite every third Sunday, so I don't know when this airs. but This is coming up soon. Yeah. So Whatever. Wh- wherever this lands, I'm sure they can find uh, an upcoming Power Violence. And you guys always have such great lineups. Um, I mean... Yeah, this one should be top, fun. Top, <laughs> top comedy folks. Yeah. Come on out. So And, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could find uh, us at Simpsons Pod and Everything's Coming Out Podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you could uh, donate to our Patreon to yeah. keep things fresh and fun. You know who just donated to our Patreon? Please tell me. Joshua Edwards. <gasps> Joshua Edwards. Joshua, thank you so much. Thank you, um, Joshy. We love we, you. Uh, yeah, we love our patreon supporters and we've actually reconfigured our patreon incentive so stay tuned for that things are going to get good 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 um <laughs> uh, there are different levels some of which include me making a mix for you from the perspective of a simpsons character did i put too much on my plate by <laughs> offering that we'll see uh, so far i've made mo and i'm in the process of making a uh, mill house but oh, uh, it's gonna be great our our uh friend to the podcast dj clulo has um requested that it's a uh, mill house only when he's shooting radioactive man that's as fallout be, boy that's so be a what, punk what does playlist. what does he listen to in his trailer i think something really like aggressive and like Ooh, pissed off you're helping me yeah make this. i'll help you make yeah, it yeah so if you want to mix or if you want to shout out or if you want to ask our uh future guest questions go on over to patreon and uh, you can access that and we'll also be recording special episodes for you guys in the future and then uh, julia where can people find you you can find me at julia prescott on all the things where can people find you thank you so much oh for God, asking so uh, welcome. <laughs> you can find me at ally gertz and all the things uh follow our intern uh brandon at hell yes brandon who's making things sound all nice and good um and we will see you next week bye bye I'm like a red